Tonight, I'm talking about the initial beginning, the initial stage of dating. Why I want to talk about this is because it's one of the most important, the most important, what do I want to say? The, the, the most important part of a potential relationship to consider. And this is also the part that most women neglect. This is also the part that a lot of women dance around. This is also the part that causes a lot of heartache down the road. If you do not understand how crucial the initial stage of dating is, of considering whether, whether or not you want to be with a person, okay? So that's what we're talking about tonight. The most important part is the beginning. And there are different aspects of it. And feel free to chime in and ask me your questions. But I'm going to talk about two parts that I have in mind. But all, all falls under the umbrella of what's happening in the beginning. I'm not seeing any comments yet. So make sure you're right if you're here. Okay, don't be a ghost. So the initial part is where people show you your, their true colors. Okay? And the initial part is also where people hide who they are. And then with a little more time spent with them, you start seeing some things that you may have not seen, that you may not, that you may <laughs> did not see in the beginning. And not only on their end, but also on your end. So what happens is something, something appears, appears. The person seems like they are not supportive of you or the person talks bad about their exes, or the person has a certain type of life that they're leading and you are leading your life differently and they have no consideration for how you're doing things, all they wanna do is change what you're doing, okay? The person may speak badly about women, okay? The person may say that they are not too concerned about getting a steady job or they don't really know where they're going in terms of their career if they're running a business. So a person will either say or show you things. But if you are infatuated, right? If you're like attached emotionally, physically, there are things that you're gonna try to talk yourself out of or into, okay? And let me know if this resonates. So you notice that a person is a certain type of way and you tell yourself maybe it will change you tell yourself with consistency, they will be different. You tell yourself that by you showing a different way, they will maybe consider your perspective. You start telling yourself stories because why? You are afraid to, to what? To end up alone. And until we, until you, until you acknowledge that that is a fear, if that is a fear of yours, right? then you're going to continue to settle. You're going to settle for people who are not good for you. And the thing is that even though, and this happens often with women who have a deep-seated mother wound, right? So you are more on the wounded side of the feminine. You're so used to caring about other people and walking on eggshells and shutting your needs and your wants down and making sure that everybody is happy and allowing people to do things that don't feel good to you because... You don't want to create any conflict, okay? So this is a way that you have been for a very long time and now you're infatuated with a person 
It seems great, but then their true colors start showing and you don't really want to look at them. You make excuses for them or you tell yourself stories or you choose to dim, dim your light or suppress who you are so you can please them. The problem with this is that you're not doing this from a place of love. And this is what a lot of the tough love <laughs> I share with my private clients. It's like you're doing this with an expectation of receiving something later. Okay. You expect this person to change because you want to get something from them later. And this is something that women don't want to admit to themselves that they're doing. They, they think that they're doing it because they only, they care about the person, but what they really care about is how it's going to, benefit them later down the road and if the person doesn't change if the person doesn't start doing what you want them to do which they're not if they're not doing it from the beginning right then you're going to form resentment and you're going to try to manipulate them into doing whatever you want them to do or whoever you want them to be so it's like this dilemma of do I continue with this person because I build myself up for it? We have great chemistry. We have some things in common or do I let it go? But if I let it go, then I am going to what? I'm going to end up alone. So then what? I'm, I'm too concerned with being alone, which doesn't mean that you have to be lonely because alone doesn't mean lonely, but a lot of women create the story that they're lonely when they're alone, even though that's not true. Or you may start thinking about your age or you may start thinking about past relationships. Then you start telling yourself, well, am I being too much? Am I, are my standards too high? What the heck? And you start making yourself wrong. Okay. There is, there is a clear distinction between a person just has a different way of looking at the world and doing things completely different than you. But the person is open-minded. The person can communicate. The person is flexible. And you are too, so you can find common ground versus the person is closed-minded, is stuck in their ways, right? Maybe they are sexist or whatever the case may be. And you're, gonna, you're, you're trying to walk around that. You're trying to make excuses for it because you see that their heart is pure. This is how you set yourself up for nar narcissistic relationships, okay? for codependent relationships, for toxic relationships with a bunch of highs and a bunch of lows. Because you're settling for something that you don't like from the initial start. So a lot of women try to figure out how to navigate through their relationships down the road when so many things are now wrong because there is not a strong foundation. Instead of being strong, instead of loving themselves enough, instead of being very clear on what they want from the initial start so they don't fall for these traps, okay? And then what happens is they start hating on that person. They start talking about how everybody is like that, how they'll never find love, how there are no good quality people out there anymore, how it's hard to date nowadays, how everybody just wants one thing, which is not true. You just fell prey, fall, fell prey for this person, and you've had a pattern of attracting these type of people because you overlook, you overlook certain qualities, and you don't listen to your gut from the initial start, and that's a problem. And then what happens is you have to be reactive for the rest of this relationship. You lose your mental health in the process of it. 
you lose your sense of self in the process of it. This is why so many women get to the point when they, when they get a divorce or a breakup where they're like, I just have to focus on my healing because they neglected themselves for so long trying to keep something alive that was only built inside of their head, inside of their mind. A lot of women that I work with who were in narcissistic relationships in the beginning, they're like, no, it was all great in the beginning. But the longer we work together, they're like, oh, no, that was a red flag. That was a sign. Oh, wow, I overlooked that. And I couldn't tell you that in the beginning, they would tell me, because I didn't even know it, because I didn't even know myself. I didn't even know it was a problem, right? So this happens, too. It happens a lot. So rather than trying to figure out so much of how to, how to navigate the dating world, you need to really figure out who you are and what you're available for and to gather the strength inside of you. That's not like a one-time thing. This is what I'm talking about, like really truly stepping into your power and loving yourself on a deeper level, not the surface level self-love, oh, hashtag love myself, but truly honor and respect. Honor and respect yourself. Have the level of awareness. Have the level of dignity for yourself. Not to overlook things that are important to you. The way that my husband treated me in the beginning is still the way he treats me. And it just gets to me, it just gets better and better and better because I'm just so fascinated by it. Like, wow. Everybody talks about how the honeymoon only lasts a year or two and then people change. No, no. We don't want to see people for who they are because we're so used to being the ones to suppress our needs and our feelings and our desires. And then we try to create something out of someone who's not that person. And in the process, we form resentment. We start talking badly about that person to friends and family. We start thinking that it's too late for us or everybody's like this and we just have to put up with it because this is all we deserve. So, so many stories are created and so much resentment and hatred and frustration and sadness and grief is created inside of your body because you didn't listen to your intuition from the beginning. And that's the problem, not the other person. People are going to be people. People are wounded and they operate in different ways based on what kind of wounding they have. Society makes one type of wounding look better than the other. But at the end of the day, if you're operating from, the, from a wounded place, you're going to be doing things out of manipulation. You're going to try to manipulate situations or people to get something that you want. A narcissist is more extreme, but the empath is doing things too that a lot of people don't like to talk about because empaths are so glorified. I'll put up with all this crap, but I'm truly wanting and expecting for you to do things for me but i just have a little more patience patience that you'll do it for me later and because of that i'll suppress who i am and i'll put up with your crap in the process while i'm talking badly about you while i'm acting like it's all about you but i'm forgetting myself in the process because i'm not looking uh, i'm not looking at what is from the initial start this is why it's so important to know yourself. This is why it's so important to do the healing work. This is why it's so important to empower yourself, to lift yourself up, to be fully in your power. So you can see these things clearly in the beginning, because if you're lost and if you don't know who you are, of course, you're not going to be able to see things. And it doesn't matter what other people tell you. It doesn't matter what other people tell you because they're not in your shoes. You're still going to do what you want to do.
whether it's from a wounded place or from a, an, an empowered place. The other day I, I worked with a private client and she'd start talking to someone and she was completely infatuated with this person. Oh my gosh, it feels so good. So excited. Oh my gosh, we we're talking on FaceTime for hours and something happened. He didn't do something that she expected him to do and she got really hurt by it and she didn't communicate with me, but she sent something to him. She sent a message that she later regretted. And so then she came and talked to me and told me about it. So, like, okay, so you did this. She was like, yeah, I feel bad about it. I shouldn't have said that. I said too much. He's never going to want to talk to me again. And they're still in the beginning stages of their, their relationship or their, you know, whatever you want to call it, their dating. And I said to her, you know, you can't do anything. She said, what do you mean I can't do anything? He's never going to talk to me again. I'm like, okay. She's like, what do you mean? Okay. I said, if he never wants to talk to you again because of what you sent him, then that's great. So that's the other part that I want to talk about, like the initial stage, stage of the dating experience is the people, again, suppress who they are because they don't want to chase the other person off. They don't want to run the other person off. So you won't show who you truly are because you're afraid of the other person's reaction. And you don't want to lose them. That's a problem. If a person can't take the, the little bit of spice that you show in the beginning because it comes out naturally, how they're gonna be able to handle what comes later down the road? Because they're not seeing <laughs> any of it yet. They're seeing a little bit. And if you don't even wanna show that now, then how are they gonna be able to handle you later? And how are you gonna be able to actually guide yourself through it and respect yourself enough and love yourself enough and carry yourself through whatever comes later. So on one end, it's like you're not looking at what the person is showing you. You're suppressing yourself in that way. You are putting up with stuff that you really don't want to, but you're afraid of being alone or you think that you can't find anybody better or other people tell you that this is the best you're gonna get or it's just that you're so wounded from your childhood, you're just so used to walking on eggshells, you're just so used to accepting things from other people, you're so used to having to be the one to kind of find your way around conflict and be the one who smooths out situations and to put people on a pedestal and to make excuses for people to keep the peace, right? So you have that mindset and because of that, you continue and you continue and continue to stay in this relationship and you continue to get hurt. But on the other end too, you are also afraid of showing who you are because again, you're afraid that you're gonna be abandoned, that the person is gonna neglect you, that the person is gonna, that the person is not gonna respect you, that the person is gonna look at you a certain type of way. So you try to create a different type of persona. So you're like, oh, what are all the dating strategies? This is why I'm not so focused on dating. I'm so, I'm really, really focused on you because it's being you and tapping into who you really are and your power. And that's what we do in my private coaching, really embodying the, the masculine in you, the Wonder Woman, really tapping into the feminine version of you, the wise woman, and then really embodying the wife, right? In your unique way. This is what we do in my private coaching because there is not one strategy that I can give you that, oh, okay, now you know it. There are plenty of dating coaches out there, they'll tell you, oh, don't text back. Don't say this, do this, do that. And it's all a game. It's not a game. When you're really tuned in and tapped into who you are, you're going to attract the right person for you. 
and it's gonna be right from the beginning and you're gonna know it. You're not gonna to have to ask everybody what to say, what to do. It'll just come naturally to you because you're in tune with you. When we're not in tune with who we are, we, exp we, we allow people to treat us a certain type of way. We have poor boundaries or we have boundaries firmer than brick because we try to protect ourselves. Try to protect ourselves over here, but over here we don't want to lose out on any, some type of connection. Like it's better to have some type of connection than to not have anything at all. I'll sacrifice the love, right? But as long as I get some type of connection. So there is this huge, uh, there's this big thing going on behind the scenes inside of you. So much has been conditioned. It's a huge pattern that you have been carrying throughout the years. And you call it the dating scene sucks. You call it people suck. You call it I'm not lucky. You call it I'm not good enough. You call it I'm not beautiful enough. You call it people are crazy. There are only narcs out there. There are only manipulative people out there. Instead of really understanding yourself and your pattern and what are the things that you've been putting up with and why you've been attracting a certain type and why you haven't allowed yourself to break the cycle yet. See, so many women, and this is like one of my biggest pet peeves, they invest in their businesses all day long, but they don't invest the same way in their love life. They don't invest the same way in themselves. It's always like, what can I do on the external world? How can I grow my income? How can I grow my business? How can I grow my clientele? But is it truly important for you? Is it truly important for you to break the cycle? There's so much that could be avoided. Tomorrow I am doing an Instagram live interview. I'm really excited about it and I'm gonna be answering some questions about my marriage and the things that I do, so feel free to join me. It's 2 p.m. Central Time. And one of the questions, because um, I received the questions today, was, okay, so you got married in 55 days. Like, how, how did that come about, right? And a big thing that I will always say that I'm going to expand on tomorrow is, like, I knew what I wanted. I knew who I was. And I was really in tune with my intuition. And I was looking at things for what they were in the beginning. I was not creating something else or telling myself stories about something that wasn't there or try to shift something that my husband said or did or who he expressed that he was and then created a different story from it. No, I looked at it for what it, what it was and asked myself if this is how it's gonna be for the rest of our lives or for as long as we are together, right? At that point, I didn't know what was gonna happen from the first day we met. I knew that he was husband material and I wanted to marry him right away. But at the same time, I wasn't like, oh, I know this is what it's gonna be. But I asked myself the question, if things never change, if it's gonna be like this, will I be happy? Yes, there is, there is no sense of, I, I'm not fine with this, but I'm still gonna go along with it. Whereas in the past, there was. So when you do this work and you get, become really clear on how you are overlooking a lot of things because you're afraid of something, there are so many fears attached and there are a lot of beliefs attached. Once you clear that, this is, a, this is one, of the first, one of the first steps. It's like, yeah, it's the first step in my desire model too, that I did a masterclass over, but I go through that in my coaching too with my clients. We have to really dissect the past and clear out the things that, were, that are not working, that have been happening over and over and over and over again. So you can cleanse that energy, really tap into who you are and then start attracting new type of matches, more quality matches, people that you're actually gonna be happy with because they exist. 
Whatever you tell yourself about what's available out there, it's not true. It's just what's been your reality. It's been true for you, but it's not the only truth. There is a different truth that you can tap into, okay? Ha, that's what I wanted to share tonight. Let me know if you enjoyed it. And please, please, please share this video on your page if you think that someone could benefit from this message. I want to reach more people now in 2022. This is so crucial. This is so crucial because there are a lot of broken, 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 broken relationships. And I want to model to you that something else is possible. But I'm telling you the secret is you, which is which should be a relief for you because that means you don't have to go and look for something elsewhere. You don't have to look outside of you, it's actually within you.